Hello, friends. This is Ken Lambert. And due to some unforeseen circumstances, uh, we were unable to post our normal Wednesday show. So here it is, a day late. I hope it's worth waiting for. Well, all right. Greetings and welcome to Just My Opinion. I am your host, Ken Lambert. It's Wednesday, May 26, 2021. On today's show, I'll have some headlines, and of course, I'm going to have my final thoughts of the day. All right, let's get into some headlines. A riot breaks out in Portland on the one-year anniversary of George Floyd's death. A crowd of about 2,000 people set fires, smashed windows, and threw things at police. The crowd lit a dumpster on fire and pushed it uh, to the Justice Building and yelled, Burn the building down! Police declared an unlawful assembly at 9.30 p.m. last night, local time, and uh, used a loudspeaker to tell the crowd that if they continued uh, with their unlawful activity, they would uh, start to make arrests. Some rioters continued to smash windows, and uh, some arrests were made. All right, let's move on to another headline. A grand jury has been seated in the next stage of the Trump investigation in New York. Prosecutors are looking into uh, Trump's business dealings. The seating of the grand jury would seem to signal that the prosecutors are looking to press charges against the former president. The Manhattan prosecutor uh, have been investigating Donald Trump uh, and his family for more than two years now. Well, which all started with their attempt to to get the former president's tax records. And now it's moved on to a wide range of possible violations such as uh, hush money, uh, property uh, valuation, and employee compensation. Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. has been using uh, an investigative grand jury throughout the course of the probe and it, uh, he has them there to issue subpoenas and obtain uh, documents. The panel kept working throughout the COVID pandemic, uh, even though the most of the grand juries were shut down. Well, New York State Attorney General uh, Letitia James said last week that she has assigned two attorney two attorneys to uh, help with uh, Vance's investigation. All right, let's move on to another headline. The Biden uh, State Department quietly shut down the probe into the COVID origin. Although the the word is that uh, that's going around is that the Trump administration was right and the virus started in Wuhan, China. Well, the rumor is that uh, two techs from the Wuhan lab tested positive uh, for the virus in November of 2019. Well, the former Assistant Secretary of State for International Security and Nonproliferation, 
Chris Ford told Fox News that China's origin theory is very possible and that China should be held accountable. Ford also said that the arms control and verification, the AVC, was investigating investigating the origin as well, and that it it was uh, kept secret from him and bypassed uh, department and in, and in, intelligent community biological experts. Well, he said the team was not to, was told to not to share its work with the intelligence community, and on the surface, that sounds like a cover up. All right, let's move on to another headline. The assistant dean for Bernandes uh, University, Kate Slater, defends critical race theory and says on Instagram, all white people are racist and she hates all whiteness. She said that all white people are conditioned in society where one's racial identity determines life experience and outcome. She added in the post that uh, she doesn't hate white people. She just hates whiteness. Her comments touched off on a raging debate over critical race theory and uh, how public institutions discuss racism in, in the fallout of the George Floyd death. Slater said uh, debates about critical race theory are often uh, a straw man for debate about whether or, whether or not uh, systemic racism is real. And no number of statistics or facts that could be offered are going to convince people to see systemic racism if they don't want to. Well, one could also argue that the, the people who need to blame someone or something for everything could use this just as an excuse. And that's our headlines for today. And now for my final thoughts of the day. You know, I was browsing uh, the headlines today, and uh, three stories of violence uh, came up one right after another. You know, one was a Sandy, uh, San Jose man uh, shoots eight, and then himself in California Rail Yard. Well, apparently he was a disgruntled employee. And two, and a... Uh, uh, Augusta's Georgia woman beat brutally beats uh, another woman in a Little Caesars restaurant over a man. And the third one, uh, a brawl breaks out in a theme park in Ohio because one pre, uh, patron cut in line and was apparently drunk. Well, you know, violence has been around uh, as long as, well, you know, Cain and Abel. You know, that's a long time. So why don't we know any better by now? You know, what is it with humans that we feel this need to, to hurt one another? You know, I've lived in some tough places uh, when I was a kid. And I learned uh, how bad things could get if you lived in the wrong place. Well, fortunately, Dad retired from the service and we ended up in a nice town in upstate New York. And then in those days, you could safely walk around your neighborhood, but not so much today. You know, bad people seem to be everywhere now, and uh, taking someone's life just seems to be commonplace now. 
There doesn't seem to be the, the value of life and property anymore. It just seems uh, quite normal to hate someone and, uh, or even a group of people. You know, it's like the mean bullies uh, from high school have taken over the world. You know, I have to admit that uh, in the, the past uh, year, you know, I've stepped up my uh, security measures at home. Anyways, back to why. Well, some may say uh, humans are aggressive by nature. Okay, but uh, I think that's kind of simplistic and uh, a little bit of a cop-out. You know, we're not born to hate. It's something we learn. Then it's got to be environmental, Ken. Ah, yes, the dreaded uh, tulip-looking flowers are shooting us with some kind of spore like they did uh, uh, to Captain Kirk in the episode on uh, Star Trek, you know, turning us all into raging maniacs. Well, maybe, but uh, let's see if we can find uh, something a little less out of this world. What would you say if I said that I think that... The onset of violence in uh, movies and TV and uh, video games and sporting events could be a direct cause in the increase in violence uh, we are seeing in real life. Okay, hear me out. Let me see if I can make my point. You know, there was a time in this country when uh, violence was uh, kept to a minimum on TV and in movies. You know, especially stuff that was meant for general audiences. You know, when I was a kid, when someone got shot on TV, you never saw the blood. You know, they would just fall off a horse or off a roof or they would just slump over and fall to the ground. You know, and if you wanted to see something more graphic, then you would have to go to an R-rated movie. Now, TV shows that are on at uh, primetime are just as graphic as uh, many of the PG and R movies that were out when I was in high school. You know, the video games that I played when I was in my 20s are uh, equally as uh, docile. You know, about as violent as it was get would be like, you know, Frogger. You know, the poor frog would get run over crossing the street. But there was still no blood. You know, and by the time my kids uh, were in high school, there were video games out like uh, Grand Theft Auto where the player was not only stealing cars and shooting people, he was running them over and picking up prostitutes. You know, and now I'm, I'm told that that's nothing compared to the video games of today. So here's my point. Because there's uh, hardly any restriction on how much violence you can see on a daily basis, you know, it's become commonplace that there's no shock or fear in it. You know, TV series of gangs in jail, or they they make it look cool and uh, and then not so bad, and and uh, that takes away the fear as well. Now with uh, social media, the the promotion of division and the the the, the, per, the permission to to hate people uh, who they deem bad, 
and the removal of any honest debate doesn't give uh, the person viewing uh, any uh, alternative view at all. You know, the young people of today are flooded with as much hate and violence as they could ever want to see. And, uh, you know, there's a movement in the schools to teach them that uh, if they're white, they should feel ashamed. And if they're uh, of color, now uh, now is their chance to get payback. You know, in the midst of all this chaos, you know, they're coming for your guns. You know, and it's with their same old flimsy reasoning uh, that the guns uh, cause all this violence and death. You know, I, I know this one guy, and he's, he's fairly liberal. You know, and we were talking about... Uh, you know, the right to own guns. You know, and he says to me, uh, why do you need to own a gun, Ken? You you don't even hunt. And I, and I said, you know, I don't hunt, and, uh, uh, but my right to own gun isn't contingent on uh, use of, using it for hunting. He said, well, you're also a strong supporter of the police. Won't they protect you? And I said, yes, I think they will. And he said, well, so then you agree with me. You don't need your gun. I said, no, no, I don't agree with you at all. And then I uh, said to him, all right, what happens if someone comes up uh, and holds you up at gunpoint? Well, he said, "Uh, well, I would give them my wallet, my car, whatever they wanted. I said, okay, well, what if what he wants is your wife or your daughter? No, uh, oh, well, uh, I said, yeah, I thought so. Uh, I'll keep my guns. But that's just my opinion. What do I know? Until next time, I'm Ken Lambert.